Hello? <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. It's poppin'. Okay. Yeah. Poppin'. I gotta ask him. Cause if I don't. Hey everybody, I hope everyone's doing good today. It is just about 2 p.m. here where I am on the east coast of the country. A couple exciting things to cover before I get into it. We are now live on Spotify. If you can look us up at Scatterbrained, a podcast, first episode is live. And you can also follow us on Instagram at the Scatterbrained Podcast pretty exciting. I feel like things are feeling a little more legit. I know it's a little hard starting out, trying to build, you know, a base of listeners and trying to reach out to the right audience. And it's just all a lot and it's new to me. And this is a journey for sure. But yeah, I'm excited because we're on Spotify and we're on Instagram. And I'll probably make a Facebook page at some point, but we'll just wait and see. Wait and see what happens next. I hope you guys liked my intro song. I used to be obsessed with that song. When it came out, it was my ringtone on my Razer phone, which honestly, phones are not the same now as they used to be. Like obviously an iPhone is super, super high tech and insane to think that one day that will be out of date, but there's nothing quite like flicking open my Motorola Razer with a lip gloss ringtone. I also had a sidekick, which I thought I was so cool because I had that. You could like kind of like flick it open, but not like a flip phone. It kind of, the screen basically like flips up. So there's a keyboard, like a full keyboard and a screen. And you used to be able to log on to AIM on it. And people at school would be like, oh my God, can I, can I use your sidekick? And I'd be like, um, no. <laughs> And also, if you had a sidekick and you had an AIM bio profile, whatever the heck we called it, it said via hip top in it, and I thought I made it. I thought I have made it. Eventually, I broke it, and then I upgraded to something else and eventually got an iPhone, so whatever. Yeah, I graduated from high school in the late 2000s. I'm 30, so do the math. I didn't get held back at all and I graduated on time. Um, I honestly feel like I don't remember that much about high school, but there are a couple memories that I have that I'll never forget them because they're so funny. And also things that like might not be funny to anyone else, but me and whoever else was there at the time. But my freshman year of high school, I had a math teacher She was actually my sister's homeroom teacher. And my sister, (laughs) let's just say, she made quite the impression on most of her teachers. And since she was two years older than me, I ended up having a lot of her teachers and having to prove to them that I was nothing like my sister. And my sister wasn't a bad student. Like she was very smart. Maybe she was slightly disruptive and she talked a lot, but whatever. I mean, I did too. I think I'm a little, friendlier than my sister was in high school but anyway so this teacher I wouldn't say she didn't like me but she already had this idea of what she thought I was going to be like which ended up being nothing like what she thought but I did horrible in her class because I was so bad at math 
She was trying to explain to us one day some kind of math problem. I can't remember if it was division. I feel like that would be, I'd be too old to be learning that right at that point, ninth grade. Just say it was some kind of algebra. I'm pretty sure that's what I took freshman year. I couldn't understand how to figure out the answer to these problems. And I raised my hand. I was like, can you explain this in a different way? Like maybe like visually explaining it. And my best friend was in this class with me and we sat right next to each other. (laughs) The teacher was like, okay, fine. Um, You know, imagine you have three spinning clown faces. Just pause for one second. Spinning clown faces. First of all, that alone, it made zero sense to me as to how that was going to be a comparison to what she was explaining. (laughs) But I started literally crying laughing to the point where I could not stop laughing. And every time I looked over at my friend, she was also laughing and we started crying. Like we were, we were unwell at this moment. And the teacher is trying to go on explaining and she's like, and then, you know, you add in five more spinning clown faces and I'm, I've had it at this point. I'm like, yo, I need to, like, I need to leave. I'm dying. She was like, uh, excuse me, do you need to leave? And I was like, yes, I need to leave. <laughs> I need to leave. She was like, go out in the hall. So I go out in the hall and I'm like losing my shit because it's so stupid. Like that, that is not funny to a lot of people for some reason, the way she explained it, she was like, three spinning clown faces it was so so funny so i think she tried to like give me a detention for being disruptive but i was like listen i wasn't trying to be disruptive i'm the one who asked for help i asked you to explain it to me in a different way you picked clown faces to explain it with and i just literally lost my mind i feel like when you look back on high school your teacher seems so old but she was probably literally like how old I am now, which kind of makes me feel old, but I don't really feel old. Yeah, it's weird to think about high school and how long ago that was and how I know I'll never go to any of my high school reunions because I don't talk to anyone that I went to high school with anymore. Like, I'm friends with a couple of people on social media, but no one I really keep up with or really have any interest in knowing what's going on in their lives, which sounds kind of mean and you're probably like, well, why do you follow them? But it's like, I don't have any negative feeling towards those people I'm still friends with on social media. I just don't hang out with them, so there's not really anything to talk about, but whatever. I mean, it's good to know that these people are doing well, most of them, hopefully. So I went to high school with this girl. She was the grade above me. She actually ended up having a baby her senior year of high school, I think, which there were not a lot of teen pregnancies in my high school, but there was one in the grade above me and one in my grade. This girl above me, it was so weird because she just didn't seem like the kind of person who was even having sex yet, (laughs) but apparently she was and she got pregnant. Fast forward to like, I don't know, I'll say five years ago, she started selling It Works. And if you don't know what It Works is, basically it's like a pyramid scheme. It's multi-level marketing. They sell diet products and I think they might have some like skin products and basically to sum it up they sell products that help you apparently help you lose weight or burn fat whatever it's like a whole diet thing basically just perpetuating diet culture anyway about five years ago she slid into my dms and you know you know 
the script that they give you. She was like, hey girl, I was checking out your profile and I think that you'd be a great addition to my team. I make tons of extra money working from my phone. I don't even have to change out of my pajamas to go to work. I'm like, yo, wait, can I back it up? Before she even said that, she's like, hey, how have you been? And you know, when someone that you don't talk to or haven't talked to in years says, hey, how are you doing? They're either going to ask you for something or they're going to try to sell you something. And she was trying to sell me something. She was like, oh, you know, I'm having this challenge and it's a 30 day weight loss challenge. And whoever loses 20 pounds first or more than 20 pounds wins these free products. If she really was checking out my profile, she would have known that I was literally actively in recovery from an eating disorder and I weighed 90 pounds. So you're gonna try to invite me to a 20 pound weight loss challenge. So I lost my shit on this girl and was like, why in God's name would you ask me if I wanted to be part of a weight loss challenge? I'm literally anorexic. And she kind of backtracked a little bit and I was like, I'm really sorry, you know, you just, you just seemed like you're really into health and this and that. And I'm like, what about me looks healthy? At that point, my hair was like so dead, practically falling out of my head. I looked so sick. I looked like I had, hadn't slept in, in a year. So clearly she was just going through her friends list and messaging people. That's the whole thing about a pyramid scheme is that you're hustling people to make money because you're putting money into something, trying to make it back or break even, whatever. So she was kind of apologetic but like half-assed and she's not like a mean person but I was kind of taken aback that was totally uncalled for so I don't talk to her again for a while and yeah I don't know it was probably like say another year goes by and at this point she had literally gone through my friends list and friended like every single one of my friends people who I went to college with that I knew she didn't know people who I knew that were not even from around our area and two people that were literally living in a different country at the time and I had these friends messaging me and they were like yo who is this person you're the only mutual friend that I have with her and I don't know who it is I don't want to deny the friend request if it's someone you're friends with and you know whatever and I was like oh my god do not accept that friend request she's gonna try to sell you stuff so my one friend she was like I'm gonna accept it and see if she messages me so she literally, no less than an hour later, she sends me a screenshot that this girl messaged her and was trying to sell her stuff and also get her in on some kind of challenge. It wasn't the same one that she had asked me to be in. I think this was like a hair growth challenge because they had some kind of like hair, skin, and nail pill. And my friend left her and run, didn't even answer her, but she was like, man, you're right. Like this girl really is hustling. So years go by again, say this is all over the span of five years. It's probably definitely more than five years, but whatever. She stopped selling at works. By no means is this person like overweight or anything, but she wasn't portraying a super healthy lifestyle, but she's trying to push this healthy quote unquote lifestyle and these products on people. Like they work. I would only sell these if they worked and they're products I believe in. So I saw them, you know how they go. She was eating SpongeBob mac and cheese for dinner one night on her Instagram story and feeding it to her kids. So are you trying to tell me that I should be taking health advice from you? I don't think so. We've all gotten those DMs and it's like a video game you're playing. 
you gotta get to the final level, but in order to win the game, you need to beat the final boss. And it is the It Works boss, babe. She is aggressive. She is really gonna give you a run for your money. But you gotta hit her where it hurts. Tell her those products don't work and that she whack. And you defeated the final level. You won. She doesn't message you anymore. So she stopped selling it and didn't say anything about her exit of the It Works franchise. She just kind of stopped posting about it. I never got another message from her again. I think she actually unfollowed me when she stopped selling the stuff. Can't blame a girl for trying, I guess. People went in all different directions after high school. People went to college. People dropped out of college. People went on to get their master's degree or their doctorate or some people didn't go to college at all and they went to a trade school or cosmetology school you know that is a trade school but whatever everyone kind of went in different directions and I just kind of moved on with my life like I never even went through that period of time in my life and now I'm here much happier as an adult than I was as a teen and I was not a bad kid I didn't drink or anything in high school and I was a good kid I'm still a good kid. I was more than happy to leave that period of my life behind. It seemed so exciting at the time, but now I look back on it, I'm like, wow, I've done so many bigger and better things since graduating high school. So, I mean, how many of you still talk to people you were friends with in high school? I know so many people who are like, oh, I'm still friends with my best friend from third grade. And I'm like, third grade? I don't even remember who my teacher was in third grade. That's a lie. I'm lying. I do remember who my teacher was, but I don't remember pretty much anything else about it. I do remember, though, that year we read the second Harry Potter book. Anyway, it's so funny to think about what is cool now for kids that are in elementary school versus what was cool when we were kids. Like, I remember when I was in elementary school, like maybe fifth grade, which was middle school, Razor scooters were like the shit. Everyone had a Razor scooter, and every single arcade down the shore had Razor scooters as prizes, and you needed to literally win like a million tickets. So, no one was getting these Razor scooters because they were just getting your money <laughs> for you to get tokens and never win this Razor scooter. I am one of three, and we all wanted Razor scooters. So, my mom's like, dude, I'm not buying you guys Razor scooters. Like, we'll get you faux Razor scooters, which were literally essentially the same. But you could get these like textured stickers to put on wherever the part is that you like put your foot and there was like different designs you could get and since it wasn't a real razor scooter i was like "Ooh, i gotta cover up this fake brand name on it so i got this cheetah print sticker to put over it and as far as i'm concerned that was a razor scooter but now it's like kids are into having iphones which we did not have when i was a kid obviously my first phone was like a nokia brick if you know you know kids now are like obsessed with TikTok, making TikToks though. Like I go down a rabbit hole of watching TikToks for hours. DIY videos, cleaning videos, just funny videos. But then I see these videos of people and they do these like TikTok dances, like whatever that is, but you like memorize these dances to these certain songs and like kids are obsessed with that. I was sitting in my car eating food with my husband the other night. This was well, it wasn't the other night. It was a couple weeks ago because it was right before all of these restrictions were lifted and you can actually eat inside restaurants now. But we're sitting in a parking lot and there are two girls with their phone set up and they're doing TikTok dances in the parking lot. And they could definitely see that we're staring at them. And they're having a good old time, so I'm not like, oh my god, these stupid ass kids. 
it was definitely entertaining but I'm like man can you imagine if that is what was popular when we were growing up like I'm so glad that social media wasn't a huge part of me growing up it was probably eighth and ninth grade is probably when I started going on MySpace and I remember MySpace was the shit way better than Facebook it was like we were all computer coders at the age of 13. You had a sick-ass background on your page, you had a song playing, you had your top eight friends, and you would like take your friends off of it when you were in a fight and it would start a whole bunch of shit. Good old days, the good old days. Then Facebook came along, which originally was only for college students, but I mean, all you gotta do is say, I'm 18, and they let you make an account. I don't even know if they still do that anymore, but I went most of my young childhood with no social media. I didn't start texting on the phone until I was in at least eighth grade. Things were just so different. Every generation says that, oh, things are just, things were just so different when we were kids. Like, no one knocks up for people to play anymore. Everyone's just on video games and like talking with their headsets on their Xbox and this and that and everyone has that one thing about their generation that people don't like. I can't really exactly remember what it was about my generation. It probably was the fact that we stopped being homophobic, racist pieces of shit, which still exists very much obviously, but I think we started changing the way that history was being written and older generations did not like that. We were, oh my god, those kids and this and that and my dad's parents who I do not talk to, they are like that. Now I'm kind of just thinking about all these stories from when I was a kid. So every summer we went down the shore and if you're from the east coast, anywhere near where I live, you probably vacationed at the Jersey Shore and not Seaside Heights like the Jersey Shore show like the nice parts of the Jersey Shore you got Ocean City, Avalon, Cape May, Sea Isle, what have you. So we go down the shore and we're literally at the beach every single day in the summer and my sister is three years older than I am and she was basically the boss of me for a long time. I wanted to do everything that she did so whenever she would want to play something on the beach I would always be like yeah let's play because I just wanted to do whatever she was doing. Back up. We didn't have a dog when we were little until I was in sixth grade. So my sister is probably in eighth or ninth grade. I think eighth grade. And my brother is three years younger than me. So my sister was like, okay, cool. Let's play dog. And I'm like, okay, uh, how do you play dog? She strapped my ass up in bungee cords. <laughs> She took the bungee cords that my dad used to put the chairs, the beach chairs together to carry down to the beach and she hooked me up into this little bungee cord harness and she walked me around the beach. Yes. People were staring at us like, what in the world? She was basically dragging me across the beach with these bungee cords and there was, I'll never forget, how do I have this good of a memory about something that happened so long ago but I can't even remember what happened last week. There was a dead fish in the sand and she was like okay doggy pick that fish up with your mouth and I'm looking at her like bro I'm not playing doggy anymore I'm not putting this fish in my mouth I'm pretty sure I put the fish in my mouth but then my mom yelled at her and we weren't playing doggy with the bungee cords anymore yeah we were weird ass kids I remember we used to pee in the dunes all the time and one time after dinner my sister and I walked down to the beach. We lived like right near the beach in the summer and we were sitting on the dunes 
peeing. Like, we had clothes on. Like, I can't remember if we pulled our pants down or what. It, this is really weird. But anyway, my mom came and found us and was like, what the hell are you guys doing peeing on the dunes? Like, do not do that. You can't pee on the dunes. So whatever. When we were at the beach during the day, we would pee on the dunes. And I, this is something I would never do now. So please don't judge me for something I did when I was literally like six. But we would take... <laughs> We would take the wet sand from where we peed and we would make like sand balls out of them. And we called them pee balls. Literally, like this was the most disgusting thing looking back at it now. But there was this family of kids who were like total assholes. But for some reason, we always ended up playing with them at the beach. They must have lived right near where we were. And we got like a fight with them one day. I can't remember why or what what it was about it was probably something so dumb but i threw a pee ball in this girl's face because she was being mean to me and she was like my dad's a cop i'm gonna tell him that you threw a wet sand ball at my face and i was like girl that isn't just wet that's pee <laughs> my mom was like you better apologize to them and i was like no i would literally rather eat a pee ball than have to go apologize i was very meek little polite kid too so my sister corrupted me i would have never thrown a pee ball in their face if it wasn't for my sister but don't judge me about the pee balls but just good times down the shore we went down every single summer until basically we were old enough to decide whether or not we wanted to stay home for the summer while they went on vacation which i feel like my sister she started staying home pretty much right away as soon as she could and i would still have to go down so it was probably we're a little older at this point. I was probably like in fifth grade. I was in middle school. My sister was probably in high school. My mom was like, we're going to the boardwalk tonight and we're going on the ride. So I hated the ride. So I just kind of like hung out with my mom while my brother and sister went on the rides. And my mom was like, we're going to stop at the promenade where we were staying on our way home. And my mom said if we were good on the ride home, meaning we weren't like screaming at each other or doing anything dumb my mom was gonna let my sister and i get those t-shirts that everyone got that had like the graffiti like spray paint looking text on them that said like angel or devil or you could get like your name done like if you are my age you know exactly what i'm talking about they were the bomb and we wanted one so bad i don't know what i wanted on mine i just knew i wanted one of those graffiti shirts bad so my parents had a an suv that had three rows so my sister and I are in the back, my brother's in the second row, me and my sister are whispering to each other and I'm like, oh my god, wouldn't it be so funny if they had man thongs at the store on the promenade and somebody got spray painted on the crotch of their underwear, they caged the animals at night and <laughs> me and my sister were crying, like screaming, laughing. Once again, something that's not really that funny, but to us at the moment, we were like, oh my God, this is so funny. We could not stop laughing. And my mom was like, yo, if you guys don't be quiet for the rest of the ride, like we're not getting t-shirts. Like that's it. So we're trying so hard to hold our laughter in and we can't, and we are just dying laughing. And my mom goes, that's it. We're not getting t-shirts. And of course I probably like started crying or something, but we never got those graffiti t-shirts like i never got to get one of those i feel like i missed out on a trend that was just popping at the time but i felt like my sister and i were always like getting ourselves into trouble and i don't want to say trouble because we weren't really doing anything bad but we're just maybe doing things we shouldn't have been doing or like appropriate to be doing at the time but we're still like that now 
I mean, we're grown adults and we still will prank call people because that's something that will never not be funny to me. And most people are like, you prank call people still? You're old as shit. But if we take everything in life so seriously and just let our age define what we think is funny or what we do, we're all gonna seem like old farts. So yes, that's immature, whatever. Some of my fondest memories are doing weird shit like that with my sister. We're super close now as adults and we definitely weren't as close when we were younger, but we are now. I'm close with my brother too because we're closer in age and he's become closer with my sister now, but it was took longer for them because they're way farther apart in age than my sister and I are. I'm glad that I have these memories though because I feel like I forget about a lot of things. My memory is just horrible and it's more with recent things too. Like my husband would be like, oh, you remember this? And I'm like, no. And he's like, you're kidding, right? Like, you've got to be kidding me. This just happened. And I'm like, I literally don't remember. But I'm glad I have some memories. Sometimes things just kind of come back to you too. If you're a 90s kid, so say you're like 30, what was your favorite toy or piece of technology when we were kids? Was it a Game Boy? Was it your first phone? A Razor scooter? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like I wouldn't remember like all the nostalgic things. There was like those, I can't remember if they're called crazy bones or silly bones. I had no idea how to play with them. It was kind of like how pogs were those little like discs that you, I guess, like stacked on top of each other and threw a heavier one at them and knocked them over. I have no idea. But these little like crazy bones were these little tiny plastic like figures that were seriously like an inch tall. But we just, we wanted them. We wanted to collect them, but had no idea how to play with them also kind of like Pokemon cards. If you know now, Pokemon Go is super popular. It's been super popular for the past like five years. And also people are buying and reselling Pokemon cards. So I asked my mom, I was like, do you still have the Pokemon cards that we had from when we were younger? Because I heard that them shits are worth money. And my mom was like, oh, I think I donated them or like gave them away. And I'm like, you gave them away? Like my freaking Charizard card, holographic one, first edition, that that's worth like over $11,000 now. Like, oh, <sighs> but my husband, he still had his cards and it was just him and his sister and his sister was older. So at the time she was way too old for Pokemon cards. So he had Pokemon cards. So it wasn't like me and my two siblings trying to like separate these cards and figure out who's or who's and fight over who gets how much money if they sell them. He just has his own binder of Pokemon cards. So he sold a bunch of Pokemon cards, like random Pokemon cards for like $500. And then he just sent off a couple of cards to get like graded that are apparently worth like a couple thousand dollars each. And I'm like, how the heck is like, who who's buying these Pokemon cards for thousands of dollars? And what are they doing with them? Are they buying them and then holding on to them and selling them again? in 10 years from now? Are they going to keep gaining value? Just seems crazy. It just seems like literally insane, but that's the same thing with like Beanie Babies. I had so many Beanie Babies, but when I was a kid, I was like, ew, I'm pulling the tag off of this because like I want it to be like a cute stuffed animal. I don't want the TY tag on it, which now if you pulled the TY tag off of a Beanie Baby that is worth a lot, it's not worth shit now without the tag. And I would cut the paper tag off of the ear, but I would also cut the tag near the rear end of the toy because I didn't want any tags on it. 
I think I thought in the back of my head, someone might think that this little tiny beanie baby is a real dog, so I'm just going to cut the tags off of it so it looks more real, even though it literally looked nothing like a real animal. But anyway, I had this one. It was a red bull, and there were two different ones that you could get, but one of them, its name was Tabasco, and that one was worth a lot of money. I think they only made like a couple of them. Something was different about it, but I had that one, and I cut the tag off of it, and apparently, years later, it was worth a ton of money. I'm literally going to look it up now, how much they're worth. Hold on a second. So, there was a peace sign bear. It was like a tie-dye bear with a peace sign on it. Literally, I took the tags off of every single one of these, so none of them, I would have gotten nothing for them, but that one is worth $5,000. It's a freaking beanie baby. Here's the Red Bull. It says Snort the Red Bull is worth $6,500. In 1997, T.Y. was facing a copyright infringement lawsuit on one of the popular Beanie Babies. So they changed its name from Tabasco to Snort the Red Bull. So now any of the Tabasco ones, I think, are worth over $6,000, which just seems literally crazy. Oh, the platypus. Patty the platypus is worth $10,000. $10,000. Like, what makes it? It says it was one of the original Beanie Babies. Most collectors would love to have one if they don't already. She's not that worth that much in general. However, one particular color variation, magenta, is considered to be really rare, therefore worth a lot more. The magenta color is really what rockets the price up, so if you can find one of these, you'll be quids in for sure. I don't understand, though, because I thought all of them were, like, purpley magenta, but apparently there's a different color platypus and it's worth ten thousand dollars the princess diana one's worth like whack amount of money but there's a valentino the bear it's a white bear with a red heart which i know my sister had this one forty two thousand dollars forty two thousand dollars i could have paid off my whole college experience with one beanie baby but the most valuable beanie baby is large wallace and his squad I have no idea who that is. It's as similar to the 15-inch and 9-inch Peace Bear. This duo packs one hell of a punch when it comes to its value. For $600,000, you'll get a rare, large-sized Wallace and two regular-sized Wallaces, Cashew and Huggy. $600,000? Like, I'm looking at houses and my budget isn't even close to that. It's insane. So yeah, people are selling things that were super popular when we were kids and getting like buco bucks for it it's crazy so much like last episode none of these stories really go together but they kind of bounce off of each other and that's why i never write my ideas down i just kind of keep talking and see where it takes me and that's why sometimes i'll have to edit out lots of pauses and stuff because sometimes i just i don't know what to say next i just have to think and it sounds like it sounds way less scripted when you do it like that and that's the kind of story I like listening to. Like, random stuff. I don't, I don't know. I feel like some of the most random things that we talk about are things that the most people can relate to. I'm going to post on Instagram about episode two. And you can leave a comment, you know, just saying hi. Or that you hated the episode or you loved the episode. Whatever. Suggestions. Constructive criticism. What have you. But definitely tell me, if you're a 90s kid, what was your favorite toy when you were like, I don't know, from 10 to 13? Because we all liked dumb shit when we were really little, but what was like the most memorable item that you owned? Your most prized possession? 
let me know because I'm still thinking that my faux laser scooter was probably it and then later on like one of my phones probably my sidekick but yeah I'm glad that you're here and I'm glad that you listened if you got this far and I hope that you come back for the next episode I'm really excited and it is gonna be fun so anything that you guys want to talk about you can dm me you can comment on something on instagram we'll talk about it somehow include it into an episode and if you want your name shout it out leave your instagram handle or twitter handle whatever the heck y'all kids call it and i will shout you out that's it for today because i'm thinking i don't have much else to say and i really really have to pee so until next time my friends, I will see you later. Be well.